So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joined uh, by Shane Ambrose, other end of the Skyplane. And Shane, you've got a, another guest that you're going to have join us this week and enlighten us on what's happening around the diocese and so on for more of that. John, so this week we're welcoming back to the programme Father Eamon Fitzgibbon. Morning, Eamon. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, John. Good morning, so, good morning Father Eamon. So Father Eamon is the director of the Irish Institute for Pastoral Studies at Mary Macklet College, which is based out of the old St. Patrick's College in Thurles. So Eamon, this morning you're going to join and tell us a small little bit about the Institute and some upcoming courses that the Institute is running. So I suppose the first question for our listeners this morning is, is what is the Irish Institute for Pastoral Studies? Well, Shane, um, yeah, as you said, the old St. Patrick's College in Thurles has been incorporated into Mary Immaculate College. So it's now a second campus of Mary Immaculate College. Now, mostly what happens down there in Thurles is uh, the training and education of secondary school teachers, but also as part of that incorporation, uh, Pastoral Studies Institute was established on the campus. And I suppose the role really of the Institute is to provide support and training and formation in pastoral studies and pastoral ministry and pastoral leadership for the diocese of Ireland really, but particularly here in the southern province. So I've been working over the last three years, working closely with um, a number of neighboring dioceses and of course our own diocese here in Limerick as well. A lot of it around short, unaccredited programs, uh, maybe formation programs, training programs, scripture, um, that kind of thing, but also some facilitation work with dioceses as well as they look at their own renewal processes and things they're involved in. I've been very involved with Cashel this year, for example. We're doing a listening process down there um, as part of developing a pastoral plan for the diocese. So really, that's what the Institute for Pastoral Studies uh, was established to do. It's really to provide support for, for dioceses and for parishes, especially for the education and formation of um, people and priests in the whole area of pastoral, pastoral theology. And um, in terms of, I suppose, different types of courses that are offered, do you are the courses more kind of per need for, say, for example, each of the dioceses, or is there courses which you're kind of offering to everybody? Um, they're, I suppose, they are particular to different dioceses. The shorter ones we run, like we've we've been doing a lot of scripture programs down in Cashel, Archbishop Kieran O'Reilly. Um, is himself steeped in scripture and in the Bible and was very anxious that we would develop a biblical apostolate down there. So we've been doing a lot of work on that, uh, running various short programs and short courses. We ran one last year, a little eight week program called How to Read the Bible. We were using a book there produced by the Redemptress and we ran that throughout the diocese in different locations. And this year we've just concluded a short four week series um, on scripture as well, Sister Therese Fitzgerald of the Our Lady, Our Lady um, of Zion Sisters. She's based in Dublin, but she was down with us once a week. So, for example, that would be the focus in Cashel and Emily. <clears throat> uh, different dioceses would have would place the focus on different aspects of formation and training. Obviously, here in our own diocese, much of the work has been around the development of the pastoral units and uh, supporting that development and supporting the training and formation of 
pastoral unit teams, team ministry, preparing people for that. And something similar in Killaloo as well. I would have done quite a bit of work in the Diocese of Killaloo, particularly with clergy and their own clergy conferences. So it, I suppose it varies from diocese to diocese, but there are a number of programs that run across all dioceses. And this year we, we are launching into a the first of our accredited programs, a certificate program in pastoral ministry and pastoral leadership. Just for, I suppose, the, if you like, well, no pun intended, the layman in the street, what's the difference between accredited and uncredited, unaccredited? Yeah, um, <clears throat> credited programs are essentially, like they say on the 10, that you achieve credits for the program. So they're part of the university um, accredited courses and programs. Now, they can be anything from level six, which would be a certificate or a diploma, up through level seven, which are kind of the degree programs that many people are familiar with, level eight, also degree programs. So they're, they're accredited programs in the sense that the university accredits programs and gives awards for those programs. So people achieve a certificate or a diploma, or as the case may be, a degree or a master's degree in accredited programs. Now, obviously, then the whole issue of accrediting a program means you have to bring it through a formal process whereby the university um, can stand over it in terms of quality assurance, can stand over it in terms of the assessment, the modules, the content, the learning outcomes, all of that. So bringing a program forward for accreditation is quite a, quite a piece of work and it takes a bit of time. We're three years up and running now, so it's, it's only now that we're beginning to offer accredited programs, because as I say, just getting those programs uh, to the point where they are actually ready to be offered is, is quite a piece of work that goes on in the background. Which brings us very neatly, I suppose, to the fact that, as you said, you're offering one of the first programs, which is a program of formation for lay pastoral ministry and leadership. So I suppose, um, I suppose the, the question would be, what, what, what's it going to cover? What's involved? And how could people find out a bit more information about it? Yeah, this, um, this program is one of the ones that, as I mentioned, are running across a number of dioceses. Uh, a number of dioceses here in the southern province expressed an interest in training and developing a formation program for lay catechists, for lay pastoral workers, um, for people involved in pastoral care, pastoral ministry or leadership. I suppose essentially a recognition that in the future our parishes and our communities are going to need um, lay people who are equipped, who are competent and who are confident and who are qualified to lead those communities pastorally and to take on much of the work, I suppose, that has been done previously by clergy, because, to put it very bluntly, quite simply, the clergy won't be there. So I've been working across a number of dioceses, four or five dioceses here in the southern province, and we developed a formation program. Now, I suppose a lot of it was informed last year, last summer, um, just after the World Meeting of Families in Dublin, we held a conference in Thurlis, and we invited a number of people who were in Ireland for that uh, World Meeting of Families um, to come to Thurlis, stay in Ireland for a few more days, come to Thurlis, and present at that conference. One of those presenters was Cardinal John Dew, from uh, New Zealand, from the Archdiocese of Wellington in New Zealand. And he spoke to us about a program of formation that they have for lay ministry. And 
I suppose we we kind of looked at that and we we adapted it and we thought that there, was, there was a lot there that um, spoke to our situation and our reality as well. So we've designed a program for for our situation here in Ireland, inspired, I suppose, by that program and by others that we heard about during that conference in Turles. But essentially, Shane, it's a program of formation that covers a number of areas. One would be pastoral, that the people doing the program would have a pastoral placement, they would have pastoral experience, so they would be involved in some aspect of an experience in their lives, whether it's in a parish setting, perhaps a nursing home setting, um, working alongside people in a pastoral setting for a number of hours a week that gives them the actual experience of being engaged in some kind of a pastoral um, reality, a pastoral program. Another aspect of the program then is uh, people's own personal development and personal growth because any kind of ministry or pastoral work or that, that kind of leadership at, at parish level requires a level of personal awareness and personal growth and personal development. So we, we build that in as well. Um, obviously, the whole issue of prayer and spirituality and spiritual accompaniment is, is a very important feature. And then finally, there is the study aspect, there's the learning aspect. And that's really, I suppose, where I have been most engaged in developing the certificate which is one one aspect of the wider program. So the wider program isn't just the accredited certificate. There are other elements to it. And perhaps the best way of explaining it is to describe to you what has been happening in the Diocese of Killaloo. Uh, Killaloo started this over a year ago. So they advertised and they interviewed people who might be interested. And they recruited 30 lay people throughout the diocese. And the first six months of the program, it was run one weekend a month for six months. And the first six months was really just an opportunity for those participants to see, is this for me? Is this kind of pastoral ministry, pastoral leadership, the kind of thing that I would be interested in, the kind of thing that I have a talent for? Is it what I am being called to? So it was a kind of a discernment kind of preparation time. And at the end of that six months, that's when they begin the formal two-year a certificate course, the, the, the studies period. That's run over the course of eight weekends, again, one weekend a month, so eight months in the year, um, eight weekends over the course of the year, and there were various modules offered. And I would be very much involved with that with Mary Immaculate College. That's the piece that we accredit, that we certify, and that we provide the, the modules and the lecturers and the course um, it's a level six certificate that we provide as part of the wider program. But also alongside that certificate, each of those participants will also have a placement back in their own diocese, in their own parishes, in their own communities, um, a practical pastoral placement where they're placed either in a parish, maybe a pastoral unit, perhaps a nursing home or some care facility or maybe working with schools or some kind of catechesis where they are actually getting practical experience of the kind of work that they would be engaged in afterwards. They also have a mentor uh, who works alongside them. They have a supervisor for their pastor replacement. So there's, there's a whole wraparound element as well as the actual study piece, the learning piece. 
So I suppose a couple of things that, that strike me about that, Eamon, um, I suppose first of all is terms of kind of, if I, I let, let me put the questions first and then we can come back to them individually. I suppose first of all is in terms of who would you who would this course be aimed at? Secondly, I suppose in terms of you spoke about the certificate there and kind of from a more it's more study orientated. So what types of things would people would be looking at? Uh, and then thirdly, I suppose is a case of from a diet you know from Limerick's diocesan perspective, if someone did this. Where would it fit into the overall plan, if, if you like, in terms of pastoral units for, for the diocese? Yeah, so maybe if I begin with the, the last question first, if that's okay, where does it fit in in terms of the Limerick um, pastoral plan? Back at the diocesan synod in 2016, Shane, there were a number of proposals that came in um, strongly urging that we would provide some kind of formation and training for lay catechists they were variously described in the proposals, sometimes described as lay catechists, sometimes described as coordinators or animators or pastoral workers, but essentially a recognition, I think, at the Senate that we need to equip lay people, train them, form them to take on leadership roles in, in pastoral ministry in our parishes and in our pastoral units. Um, Pope Francis actually in Evangelii Gaudium, that, that document that he produced, uh, really kind of a program for the church, if you like, he, he said very clearly there that lay people are the, the vast majority of people and that they need to be given support if they are to fulfill their baptismal calling. And that sometimes the reason that people haven't been given the responsibility that is theirs at baptism is because they haven't been given the formation needed to take on those responsibilities. So I suppose really we're saying that we want to provide that kind of formation. Uh, we want to fulfill what we committed to in the Synod and what we committed to in our diocesan pastoral plan. Uh, you mentioned the pastoral units in the diocese. I suppose, Shane, those units provide a structure or a kind of a framework within which people can work as um, lay catechists, lay pastoral workers, providing the kind of the kind of pastoral ministry that we're talking about. Um, you also mentioned, uh, I think your second question was around the certificate piece, the study piece. What would people be looking at there? And Eamon, just as part of that as well, uh, because that, that might be the bit that might put people off, is, is there any particular entry requirements for that as well? Because I suppose when you talk about you know, something that's accredited by a university, maybe people might get a bit anxious about something like that as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's always a big consideration um, for adults perhaps going back to learning and to formal learning. Um, I, I can't emphasize strongly enough that um, it's not a high, high academic program at all. It's very much based on drawing from people's own experience, their own life experience is kind of the, the if you like, the primary text that we'll be using and that we'll be learning from. Obviously there is um, input, there will be lectures, there will be learning, there will be some study, but in no way should it be seen as something that would be off-putting or that would be above anyone or beyond anyone. Um, there isn't an entry requirement. It's a level six certificate. So, I mean, it's not that we're, we're asking for people to have any kind of um, high academic ability. Um, it's really about people who have the skills 
and the capacity and the time and the interest and the willingness and just giving them some input and some background that would support them in that work. Um, but it, it's not about um, <clears throat> high academic input and in no way should people be, be put off by that. So I did in terms of kind of the topics that the study might cover? Yeah, um, I mean, we'll, we'll have modules looking at things like liturgy and how we worship. And again, some of those will be very practical and drawing on people's own experience and give them giving them the skills around preparing prayer moments or leading liturgies. Um, we also will be looking at an introduction to the Bible and how we can understand scripture and reading the Bible and praying with the Bible and leading groups in praying with the Bible. Um, we have, because of course it's, it's pastoral studies, we have modules on pastoral theology and all that that entails, just the very practical um, expression of theology in our parishes and in our communities the way in which I suppose it's lived out day by day in ministry. Um, there are modules on the theology around ministry and what, what that means. So there are a variety of um, modules. There's also a module in there on our own personal development for, for ministry. So again, the importance of self-awareness, personal skills, um, facilitation skills, ability to work as part of a team, listening, all of that would be included in that. But I suppose the, the emphasis and the focus is on providing people with both knowledge and skills. So it's, it's about being, being competent and being qualified. That's really what the, the program is geared towards. Now, I suppose, Eamon, if people were interested in, in, in finding out more about it, what would be the, the best approach or what, what would be, how would, how would they do that? Yeah, in, here in Limerick, we have a number of information nights coming up. And in West Limerick, on Wednesday, the 27th of November, I will be in the Long Court Hotel in Newcastle West at half seven essentially providing information on this program. So we're inviting all comers, anybody who's curious, who'd like to learn more, who think they might be interested to come along. Uh, there's no commitment involved beyond that. It's just an opportunity to hear more, to find out more about the program itself and the course and what's involved. So Wednesday the 27th in the Long Court Hotel in Newcastle West. The previous night on Tuesday the 26th of November, I'll be in the Limerick Diocesan Centre out there in St. Monsions in Corbally, again at half seven. And then on the Thursday night, I will be over in Kilmallock in the Debert Hotel again at half seven. So that's Tuesday the 26th, Wednesday 27th and Thursday 28th, three information nights in three different locations around the diocese to provide people with an opportunity, I suppose, to come along to hear more and especially to ask any questions they might have um, to allay any fears or concerns that they might have as well. I suppose, I think for a lot of people, Eamon, I suppose there's a kind of a question how, how, how it will work out on the ground, I suppose, because looking at the introduction of the pastoral units the, the, across the diocese, it's been very, um, how, what's the word I said? The, 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 the implementation has been very um, uneven in terms of pastoral areas. Some are very far ahead of others. So I suppose it's a case of how, you know, how, how has it all been brought together, I suppose, from a diocesan perspective? I suppose the intention and the hope would be that over the number of years, because with the six-month 
discernment preparation time and then the two-year follow-on certificate um, time, the hope would be that throughout that uh, duration of the course, a lot of support um, would be provided to participants and that they would almost form themselves a diocesan team, people who are engaged in this um, program and engaged in this process, working together across the diocese, learning and sharing and themselves becoming a support for each other. But the hope also would be that we would uh, recruit participants from throughout the diocese so that all our pastoral units would in time have lay pastoral workers, lay pastoral uh, leaders in, in ministry and leadership so that it wouldn't be something that would be just focused here and there or would be sporadic or would be uneven as you describe it, but that we would in fact try to ensure that throughout the diocese, each of the pastoral units would have uh, people partaking in this program. Okay. Eamon, listen, thank you very much for coming in to, to talk to us this morning about this. So if you could just give us those dates and times again for the information nights, just if people just want to get them again, uh, if they want to find out more. Sure. So I suppose the one I'm emphasizing is the one in Newcastle West, because it's probably closest to your listeners. So that's Wednesday, the 27th of November in the Long Court Hotel at half seven. But if anybody can't make that on the previous night, the Tuesday night, the 26th of November, we will be in the Limerick Diocesan Centre out in St. Munchens College in Corbally. And then on Thursday, the 28th of November, we're over in the south of the diocese in the Debert Hotel in Kilmallock, again at half seven. Okay. And all of those are at 7.30? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. No problem. Eamon, thank you so much for coming on to the programme to us this morning and for bringing us that update. Um, hopefully sure. we might have... Yeah, John, sure. Thanks a lot, um, Father Eamon, for, for coming on again. Maybe you might join us again uh, in the new year, maybe to bring us a little Absolutely. bit more of an update as to any more initiatives that might be happening within the diocese, if you've got some time. Sure, I'd be delighted, John. Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, we might go out with a second piece of music this morning. Maybe this one is appropriate. It's entitled Five Little Loaves and Two Little Fish, and it's by Connie May. Little boy of 13 was on his way to school. He heard a crowd of people laughing and he went to take a look Thousands were listening to the stories of one man He spoke with such wisdom even the kids could understand The hours passed so quickly The day turned into night Everyone was hungry, but there was no food in sight. The boy looked in his lunchbox at the little that he had. He wasn't sure what good it do. of a child he said take my 
small.